to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case, and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Kyle, and it's two weeks in a row we've been back together. I know, I know. It's been good. We took a little bit of a break and well, uh, had the holiday season. and One or the other of us did. Yeah, uh, with... Um, just uh, everything going on. You were you were in Las Vegas at a table at tennis show, tournament yeah. and recruiting athletes. Yeah, yeah, lots of good things. So, so Jeff, we're pretty new in the new year still. Yeah, just a couple of weeks into it. Some of the some of the glitter and the shine maybe has worn off, but we're st- we're still new. We're still at the beginning, and some of the hangovers are gone. <laughs> I hope. I hope for most people. <laughs> Those hangovers are gone. Well, there, I are hope. Some, there are some super partiers out there that I'm sure have, have been able <laughs> to carry on. They're still yet. going strong, yeah. right? Well, by now, most of us have made and maybe even broken many, if not all, of our resolutions. Yes, overachievers have, bro- have probably broken <laughs> all of them, yeah. <laughs> well, let, listen, let's not say broken, right? That seems a little too harsh. Let's just say that maybe many of us have possibly stumbled on the road to self-improvement. Or they're saving them for next year. Or they're saving them for next year, right? <laughs> Get an early start on 2019, That's right. That's right? right? But listen, even if you stumbled on that road to self-improvement, the road is still there. It's stretching out and it's ready for the journey. So don't give up, right? That's right. For sure. So today, Jeff, I want to talk about five fitness resolutions that are easy for anyone to do all year long. Well, that's my bailiwick. <laughs> let, let me hear about easy fitness resolutions. At least according to Jamie Muley at Pop Sugar. She says it's easy. Well, and if she's got Pop Sugar, then it's, you know, it's got to be easy. <laughs> Listen, let's, let's be honest. We all set resolutions. Many of us set resolutions. I know, Jeff, you, your resolution <laughs> is to not resolve as we talked about last week, but yeah. <laughs> many of us, many of us set, uh, New Year's resolutions um, on the first day of the year, but it doesn't have to be the first day of the year. We can set goals at any time, right? Certainly. So even though we're halfway through January, almost halfway through January, I want to talk about a few things that are are, uh, health and wellness ideas that we can maybe incorporate into our life, regardless of the day, right? And actually, it's probably better to make the resolutions not New Year's Eve because you're tired, you've been up late, you've been partying, (laughs) you have a clearer mind. So it's better to make your resolutions a little bit later. So there you go. Here's five ideas that you can uh, think about as as we are still in the beginning of the year. Number one, this is, uh, again, these are easy goals that anyone can set and keep throughout the year. Number one, wake up earlier. 4.30 is not early enough? (laughs) Well, so... I know you wake up at 4.30 in the morning. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I think most of us don't. Well, actually, this morning I did wake up at 4, so I did wake up earlier this oh, morning. Oh, so you did wake up yeah. earlier. Well, listen, if you set your alarm for 20 minutes earlier or stop hitting the snooze button, which I admit is one of the things that I do, Yeah. Uh, you can use that extra time to stretch. You could get a quick workout in or set your intentions for the day. And the added time, believe it or not, will actually give you more energy and make all the difference in your day if you use it. The right way, right? With stretching or exercising or whatever. Right. So, right. so that's something that we could set as a resolution that yeah. might uh, be helpful during the the upcoming year. And it's relatively painless. Relatively painless. Number two, plan it out. Sticking to a routine is much easier if it's planned out. Mm-hmm. You can set your fitness goals at the beginning of the week and write down what you'll work on each day. And when you're writing this down and and uh, you know setting those goals, don't forget to include a rest day or two. That's right. <clears throat> Maybe not three, but, but at, at least, least a rest day yeah, or two. Once or two. Yeah. <laughs> Take it a week by week. Uh, it, that'll make it easier to manage and give you more flexibility in your schedule if other things come up. And uh, at the end of each month, look back at your calendar and be proud of all the hard work that you've accomplished. And Jeff, I found, uh, you know, I don't track 
all the time, but on right. the times when I have tracked, it makes a difference. It really does because yeah. you can look back and yeah. you, maybe you missed a day or maybe even two days in a row. But if you're tracking and you look back at that yeah. calendar and see that, yeah, I missed two days, but I also hit ten days in a row previous to that, mm-hmm. it can be real motivating. It is, and 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 you can take solace in the fact that you're more consistent than you thought than you, you thought were. you were. Yeah, that's that to me at least. I have found that is the real power in tracking. That's right. So something to consider. Uh, number three, this is something that I know that you do regularly, Jeff, and that is to start walking. Yes. So whether you go first thing in the morning, which I believe I you do, do. I do. Even at 4.30 in the morning. Well, it's usually like quarter after, quarter two, five before okay. I actually get out of the house. But yeah. But if you go first in the morning during lunch, which I also know that you have done mm-hmm. in time, or if you do it in the evening, taking a stroll around the block one or two times a day, it's going to be good for you. It is a chance to clear your head and, and just think about things and, and not have the distractions of the workday. Absolutely. Stretch your legs, get a break from the computer, just right. kind of relax, walking will help keep you mobile and active. And believe it or not, uh, it's a great way to lose weight. And it's low impact. Low impact. I like it. Uh, the next one is drink more water. Yes. Drinking plenty of water. It's hydrating. It's mm-hmm. good for your skin. It's good for your internal organs. It can even lead to weight loss because it takes up space in That's your stomach. Right. So uh, make a resolution to drink at least half your body weight in ounces in water every day. And you'll... Uh, have all the benefits of being well hydrated. And it also gives you an excuse to get out of your desk every so often. Every once in a while, yes. right? <laughs> and the last one that I wanted to talk about, and again, all of these I think are good and easy to do, uh, sustainable even. Yeah. The last one is eat more fruit. Oh, I love fruit. I know you do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on these. I'm on top of all of these. I'm, I'm, I'm all for these. <laughs> so yes. these are all doable. Even it though is. you've resolved to not resolve... You could still do these things. That's right. But they're not resolutions. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's just it's just a routine. That's right. Right. Lifestyle things, right? That's right. Fitness experts say abs are made in the kitchen. So start by cutting down on refined sugar and replacing it with fresh fruit. Try trading a cookie for a handful of blueberries, which really is good. I like blueberries. Oh, yeah. They are good. They're good. Mm. Stock your fridge with peeled and sliced fruit so healthy options are always ready to grab and go. And uh, with those five tips... Yeah. Maybe we can start off the year and keep the year going in a healthy direction. Now, just in, in the interest of full disclosure, I do like my sugars and my chocolate, too. But <laughs> I do like disclosure. Yes. I'm with you. I, <laughs> I don't know if I would maybe trade every time a cookie for blueberries, but maybe I would have a cookie and blueberries. Yes, that's right. See, it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be an either or. Well... Maybe it should be an either. <laughs> I said it doesn't have to be. <laughs> Jeff, today's guest is Dr. Chris Rosenblum, who is a nutritionist. So uh, an appropriate topic for us to start off with. She's the owner of Food and Nutrition Services, LLC, which she started in 2010 after a 30-year career in academia. Uh-huh. She was a nutrition professor at Georgia State University, where she taught nutrition and health, nutrition and aging, sports nutrition, medical nutrition therapy, and nutrition and the media, which I find interesting. That's about every kind of nutrition, nutrition there of, is, right? Forrest. And if that's not enough, she is the author of a book entitled Food and Fitness After 50, which is available on Amazon.com, and we're excited. And she's a return guest. To have Dr. Rosenblum back on the show. Yes. How are you, Dr. Rosenblum? I'm great, Jeff and Kyle. Thank you for having me back on the show. Well, welcome, and thank you for uh, for joining us today. So, this is kind of your area, this nutrition and, uh, you know, kind of a, a healthy overall holistic approach to health and wellness. What did you think about my five uh, potential resolutions? I think they're all great. I really like all of them. Um, you know, a couple that I would play off of, I think that planning it is so important. If you 
set the week and say, I'm going to go to this exercise class, or I'm going to walk my dogs, or I'm going to do this, you're much more likely to do it. Um, and I like also to do something like keep my running shoes or walking shoes by the front door so Ooh, I see them. <laughs> I like that. A lot of times they're uh, hidden away in the closet and easy to mm-hmm. forget, right? That's right. Right, right, yeah. Awesome. I, I love that. I love that uh, that, that yeah. tip. That's a great idea. Um, yeah. So let's let's get right into it, uh, Dr. Rosenblum. We we started off with a few tips and hints maybe for getting us started off on the year right. Um, this is, again, as I said, this is really your area of expertise, uh, nutrition in particular. But what have you got to share with us that might help us get off on the right foot this year for 2018? Well, I think one of the things that I've been telling people in my exercise classes that I go to, everyone for the first couple weeks of January is always bemoaning that they ate too much between Christmas and New Year's. (laughs) And I say it's not what you eat between Christmas and New Year's that's the problem. It's what you eat between New Year's and Christmas. (laughs) So, you know, don't stress and fret over what you've already done, but let's start off the new year with how can I eat more healthfully until the next time it rolls around with the holiday days. So don't be so hard on yourself. Um, Everybody eats things that they know are not the healthiest over the holidays, but they're good foods and sometimes they only come around once a year. So put that aside and start going forward now. So don't dwell on the past, things that have happened a couple of weeks ago, but just draw your line and move forward. Absolutely. And, you know, I think another thing people tend to do is they say, well, I'll start start my diet on Monday. Um, And that gives them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to eat poorly. <laughs> so <laughs> don't do that either. You know, just make every opportunity count. So if you had a heavy breakfast, eat a lighter lunch. Uh, if you had a heavy lunch, eat a lighter dinner. So think about the day's balance, not so much each food that you eat during the day, but how does it all balance out at the end of the day? I like that. I, I, that re- I really sense, like yeah. that. Rather than uh, um, you know having these gigantic, unachievable uh, expectations just take it a, kind of a, a minute at a time almost you know so you, mm-hmm. you you grab that you know that oreo that's fine stop with one and you know mm-hmm. move on with your day rather than dwelling on it and saying oh man i've had I, one i ate my oreo i might as well go for the package yeah, the now package right? is mine now exactly. <laughs> i yep. really like that and that's I think great that's what a lot of people do and you know another thing i always tell people is you know, get, know what your baseline is. A lot of people don't even know what their weight is or they don't know their blood pressure or their blood lipids or blood fat. You know, know what those are and then you have something to compare down the road. I think a lot of people I talk to, especially people in their 60s and 70s, been trying to lose the same 5 or 10 pounds their entire life. Yeah. And I say, let it go. <laughs> Just don't gain <laughs> any more weight, period. Just maintain where you're at, right? Yeah, yeah, aim for health, not so much the number on the scale. I like that it. That makes sense, too. I like it. So uh, another thing that you talk a lot about is uh, being mindful in mm-hmm. your eating. What, what does that mean, and, and like how do you actually accomplish that? <laughs> well, I think that's one of the dangers of living in the kind of world that we live in where we're all so busy and we, we're on 24-7. You know, we, we get an email and we're expected to answer it right away or we get a text and we have to answer it. So what we tend to do is not pay attention to the food. We eat in the car. We eat in front of our desk. We, you know, eat in front of the kitchen sink. We just don't stop and enjoy food and every bite. And I know we can't do that all the time, but I'd say make an effort. Instead of eating in front of the TV at night, um, set the table, eat 
even if you're by yourself, you know, set the table, eat and pay attention to what you're eating, eat more slowly. I think that can go a long way with filling you up and then you're not ready to grab seconds or thirds. I, I love what you said where um, we need to enjoy what we eat. Yeah. And I mean, that, that seems like a an obvious thing because, yeah, I love Snickers bars. You know, I enjoy them every time <laughs> I eat them. But... Um, <laughs> But what you, what, the way that you've described it, I think, is uh, unfortunately many of us go that negative way and we don't even really realize. It's just an automatic mm-hmm. e- uh, effort from, you know, that elbow bending from, you know, the table to your mouth and you don't even know mm-hmm. what's going in there. Um, I love that idea of setting a table, yeah. actually planning on eating, sitting down again with, with a family or by yourself and just mm-hmm. enjoying what you're actually eating. I love that. Now, I have a friend yeah. who, who swears that... If you eat a cookie over the sink and break it in half for, in first and it's in the dark, then the calories fall out. Can you can you verify <laughs> that you rumor? That? Yes, calorie leakage, we call it. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a myth. Oh, it's no. <laughs> if you're just joining us, you're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we're visiting with Dr. Chris Rosenblum, who is a nutritionist. And uh, we're talking about some things that we can do to start the year off right when it comes to health and wellness and nutrition in particular. Uh, specifically, we just uh, were talking about eating mindfully and how we can just really focus in on what we're eating and pay more attention to that eating process. And in so doing, Dr. Rosenblum, uh, you know, ultimately we, we will probably eat less and uh, better foods. And as you said, enjoy eating more anyway, which is really what we, we want to do. We want to enjoy it, right? Absolutely. I think that's one of the key principles. Is you should enjoy food. You sh- it shouldn't be... Um, something that you're fearful of. So many people are afraid of their food, um, afraid of what's in it, afraid of what's not in it, and, and eating becomes stressful, and it shouldn't be. We should enjoy the foods that we eat, um, but I think we need to pay a little bit more attention to what we eat and how we eat. And you and your, your listeners have probably heard this before, but it takes your brain and your stomach time to communicate, and it's usually about 15 or 20 minutes. So mm-hmm. if you're eating very fast and you're eating big portions, your brain doesn't have time to say, wait, slow down. <laughs> I'm right. full. Well, and I, and I like what you just also alluded to there, and that is portion control. That's that's so important. It's okay, it's okay to eat good things, but to eat too much of a good thing, that's the problem, right? Yeah, absolutely. All the foods that we're consuming have calories, and you can go overboard on healthy foods and get too many calories as well. Um, you know, a good example, I think, is hummus and pita chips. Popular snack, hummus is a very healthful dip, but it's very high in calories. And yeah. so if you eat the whole container of hummus, you know, you're going to get a lot of extra calories. But if you're eating smaller amounts and enjoying it, uh, and maybe eating it with vegetable sticks instead of chips, that's going to help you Even better. control the portion. Well, and you know that eating from the container really is a problem for oh, us, yeah. isn't it? If, yeah. if if you get a dollop of a you know a spoonful and put it on a plate and eat that much, put the container away. Yeah. That's mindfully you know approaching a snack. Same thing with even even unhealthy snacks. If you took a you know a portion of potato chips and put it on a paper plate yep. and put the bag away. That's one thing. Yeah. The problem that, that I do, and I think most of us do, is we just eat right from that bag, you know, and before you know sure. it, you've got the crumbs that's in the bottom, right. and that's all. Yeah. <laughs> and your you wife's saying, what happened to this bag of chips? if you shop at the big warehouse stores, right. uh, you know, the Costco's or Sam's Club, you know, you get those giant bags of chips or pretzels. You just don't even know how much is in there. If you actually turned it around and looked, and you might find that there were 62. 
two portions in there, <laughs> and you've just eaten half. Right, right. Excellent. So is there, uh, is there any advice that you have on a specific type of uh, nutrient that we ought to be getting? I think for all of us, as we're 50 and over, uh, protein is so important. And it, it's a hot nutrient. Everybody's interested in protein. But there's a lot of good research showing that we need to have uh, about 30 grams of protein at every meal as we get older. And that helps to feed our muscles so we don't waste our muscle mass so much. And you've all heard about sarcopenia or muscle wasting with uh, aging. So even if you're exercising and you're doing strength training, you still need to feed that muscle with protein. So spreading out your protein throughout the day is really going to be helpful. Now, Dr. Rosenblum, for a simpleton like myself, can you give me a picture mm-hmm. of what 30 milligrams of protein might look like? 30, 30 grams, Excuse right? me, 30 grams, yeah, yes. 30 grams. Sorry. Yeah, I certainly can. Or, or even 30 um, milligrams I, if you want. Here's a couple but... examples for breakfast. Um, if you have six ounces of Greek yogurt, a little little handful of granola in there, a small banana, and a skim milk latte instead of coffee. That'll give you 30 grams. Okay. Um, if you have two scrambled eggs with an ounce of cheese and a glass of milk, that'll give you 30 grams. So it doesn't have to be a whole lot of food. Um, at lunch, it could be three ounces of tuna salad uh, on two slices of whole grain with some veggies on top. And for dinner, a cup of pasta with just three ounces of turkey or beef meatballs. That'll give you 30 grams. So it's not a whole lot of food. You just have to think about the types of food. And in those examples, we had more animal foods. We had things like Greek yogurt and eggs and tuna and, and pasta. So for those who don't like to eat meat or choose not to, uh, you're going to have to look at um, some of the alternatives like tofu or soy-based protein to get enough protein in your diet. For me, it's not a problem getting enough. It's, it's too much is my problem. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it might be not, is not, you might be getting enough, but you might not be spreading it out throughout the day. Oh, trust Most me, I get enough get all day long. <laughs> well, I, I, I do appreciate that because a lot of yeah. times, many of us skip breakfast, which, you know, I think mm-hmm. we all know it's not good for us, but that's, that's the right. reality that we deal with. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I, I mean, for me, I think if, as I'm just thinking through my daily routine, I think you're right. I'm probably not spreading it out very well. Uh, it's right. mostly coming in my evening meal at night when I sit down and have, mm-hmm. you know, a steak or, or chicken or, yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so good advice. Yeah, that's pretty typical. And I find for people really planning breakfast is helpful. And it might be that you um, hard boil half a dozen eggs. So you've got them in the refrigerator and you're ready to have a hard boiled egg in the morning as you're going out the door. Um, or make a smoothie or buy a smoothie that has an ounce of uh, protein powder in it made with uh, yogurt or a dairy product. And you're going to get that protein that way. So it doesn't have to be hard, but sometimes I think people need to be a little more planful when it comes to breakfast. Well, that's part of that whole mindful mentality as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, um, any other advice, things that we ought to be uh, paying attention to or or not paying attention to as we move forward into uh, 2018? Well, I I heard this ad from, it was the Canadian Green Foods Foundation, and it said, if your neighbor tells you to stop eating gluten, um, stop listening to your neighbor. Now, if your doctor (laughs) tells you to stop eating gluten, that's one thing. But I think we tend to hear from a neighbor or um, some clickbait on on the computer screen, uh, five reasons you should never eat gluten. And then all of a sudden, we're changing our eating habits when we don't need to be. So I think we need to be um, a little more critical of the sources of information that we get. 
Well, if you see it on the Internet, it must be true. That's what Abraham Lincoln said. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I think I tell people a lot of times, too, look at look at the little print under the story. A lot of time it's a sponsored ad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, there may be some useful information in there, but... I always told my students, you have to triangulate. You know, you need three sources of information to make a decision about what you're going to do. Don't believe the first thing that you read. Well, and, and you know, we live in such a, a media bombardment that right. it's so easy to just find information. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we need to be careful that uh, we're actually making sure that the information is correct and accurate and, and useful to us. And that's another point that it works for you. Um, you know, there may be a diet plan out there that somebody loves that's um, meat heavy, but you don't really like to eat a lot of meat. You don't right. have to be paleo. <laughs> you can do something else. <laughs> so just don't have to pay attention just because your neighbor does it um, or a friend tells you to do it. You don't have to do it. I love it. I love it. So we've talked a lot about eating, being mindful, uh, portion control, those kinds of things. What about activity? How important is that? Oh, it's great. And, you know, you mentioned that um, in your fitness resolutions uh, about exercise and start walking, and I think that's a great idea. Another thing I tell people to do is just sit less. Um, you know, some, some of us go to an exercise class for an hour, but then we sit the rest of the day, and that's not so good either. So um, try to find something to do a few minutes a day, and, and I like to think of it as an activity snack. So, uh, you know, get up from your computer and walk the flight of stairs if, if you're in your home. Um, keep a, a set of a five- or eight-pound weights handy and do some bicep curls. You know, just little things. Every hour, try to do five or ten minutes of something. That can, that can add up to a lot of activity by the end of the day. I love it. I love the fitness snack. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So instead <laughs> of reaching for that Oreo in the afternoon, reach for your, your dumbbells. There you <laughs> go. Curls. Well, well, Dr. Rosenblum, that's all the time that we have today. But thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing your expertise. We really appreciate that. And Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you too, Jeff and it's Kyle. It's a thank pleasure as always. Thank you. So, Jeff, with the first of the new year here, one of the many things that people want to know are the dates for the upcoming 2018 Huntsman World Senior Games. And I bet you know them. I do. The overall dates for the games for 2018 will be October 8th through the 20th, so plan on being a part of the action. That's right. You can check out on our website at SeniorGames.net all kinds of details about the rules and guidelines for each of our 30 different sports. That's right. Keep in mind that team registration is now open across all the team sports. We have already registered almost 200 teams across the three or four sports across yeah across those uh, specific team sports so if you're a team manager don't delay because we're actually <laughs> filling up fast we're yes. only barely into the new year that's right remember march 1st is when athlete registration begins so put that on your calendar and plan on being a part of the huntsman world senior games we'd love to have you don't forget to tune in next and every thursday at 5 30 p.m mountain time which is a new time that's right new time for the uh Active Life, 5.30 right p.m. Mountain Time. Right in the middle of drive time. That's right. We've been moved up in the world. We are still on AM 1450 or FM 93.1. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and you can even find us on your Stitcher app as well. And it's easy to add us to your favorite list of podcasts. All you need to do is search for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. When you find it, hit subscribe, and you will never miss an episode. That's right. So easy to do. It is. Our inspirational thought for the day is from Thomas S. Monson, and this is what he had to say. It's in the doing, not just the thinking, that we accomplish our goals. Isn't that the truth? Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone.